Okay, so what is digital marketing? Digital marketing is, is a fundamental element of any business operation. If you have a business, you either sell products or sell services. Okay, there are only two things that you do. In order for a business to make money, you either sell products or sell, sell services. So what are the products that people could sell? Of course, we have the uh, uh, any products like basic uh, needs of people, like food, uh, stuff, any stuff, shoes, anything. So, and for services, we have consultancy. Uh, consultancy. This falls for everything like a doctor, an attorney, everything. Uh, uh, services from from salons, spas, uh, and whatnot. Okay. So if you're providing these services and you basically have customers, you do the sales. But in order for customers to know about you, you have to do marketing. Okay? So, marketing is the twin brother sister of sales. Okay? And then what goes after is the operations. Operations basically is comprised of the other things that you do, logistics, uh, procurement, and entire operation of the business, customer service, after sales, things like that. So logistics means you're, you're delivering stuff. Okay, procurement, you're gaining stuff. And uh, customer service is providing uh, uh, resolutions or uh, of course, if it's, for example, a gadget, they need to know how to use a, a certain product, then that's technical support solutions, okay? So why did I pick marketing as the primary um, service that we offer as a company? Sales, although this brings money to the company, Marketing brings traffic to the company. And you cannot do a lot of sales and it's not really scalable. Although, although as a sales consultancy company, you can uh, like bring in people and train them how to do sales. And there are companies abroad that actually hire salespeople from other companies. Like you're a real estate company and you're an agency where I can hire people to do sales for me. What, 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 what kind of benefit would that give uh, my company if I would just outsource it for, for, for my company? Well, of course, the overhead costs, the costs for recruitment, etc. You can easily get started if you hire people from that company to do your sales because these are experts in sales. So that's something that we can probably do in the future. But right now, why did I pick marketing? Because with marketing, you, it's, 
Like it's a box. That everything about marketing is just inside it. With sales. <laughs> it's comprised with different boxes. Like there is a specific kind of sales requirement for this specific type of company, for real estate, for <clears throat> for cars, things like that. So there are a lot of things to learn. Whereas whatever you know about marketing, you can apply to different industries. Specifically digital marketing, it's all about the five things or the six things I mentioned in my previous um, discussion on YouTube, where it's all about website design, uh, SEO, ads, social media, uh, emails, and SMS. So if you have all of this under digital marketing, we're good to go. Like we can get as many clients as we want in order for us to provide them services that they will not find elsewhere. Although these people or these companies can actually hire people to do their marketing for them, it's not really ideal. Why? Because if you're hiring someone uh, as a marketing professional that would do the in-house work for you, it's highly likely it's highly likely that you will have to train this person. You will have to teach them things. And it's not, it's very rare that you actually find someone who knows everything about marketing. Whereas if you hire an agency, they know everything digital marketing wise. So they could do the e uh, website, SEO ads, S uh, social media, emails, and SMS all at the same time for you without you having to worry about hiring people specifically who knows each part of your digital marketing campaign. So as an agency ourselves, we can provide all these services to them, right? Okay, so that's our great advantage. So who needs the kind of service that we provide? Of course, again, sales and marketing are twins. So anything, any company that, do, that does sales will need marketing. And that's the common misconception of businesses. They always think that sales is marketing. They're wrong. Basically, sales is the twin brother of marketing. So they have to be within the operation of your business, hand in hand, in order for your business to succeed. A company with just pure sales would do no good. Company would do oh that the does a lot of marketing with no sales, it will not do good either. So it is very important that they understand that, and that is why we are here. We have to educate the businesses to know and realize this because this is the this is the disconnect. They just think that they have a wonderful product and they can do sales, but without marketing, they're not going to succeed. The same way, if they have a good product and they've been doing good uh, in terms of marketing, but they don't know how to close the deal, it's never going to work either. Why is it important for you to understand the, the kind of services that we offer? Of course, you cannot, some, you cannot sell anything unless you yourself are sold on the idea. Okay? So, what are we doing here? So basically, once we do this stuff for these people, 
they they they're gonna get addicted to what we do for them. If we provide the right service and we have the right people who will do things for them, it's going to to want us more. Even even further, they're going to uh, recommend us to other people that they know that could could be of benefit to the kind of services that we offer. What is website design? It's about building a website. Okay? So, why is a website important? Alright, so basically, website is a representation of your office in the cloud. Okay? So, on the internet, like, if people look you up on the internet and they couldn't find you, you're gonna lose your reputation instantly. Why? Because at this point in time, everyone has got a website. If you don't have a website, then your business is nothing. Okay? At least on the internet kind of view of people. Okay? And the market has evolved. So from the traditional, traditional market, we have now the um, gender, Gen X, Y, uh, Millennials, plus Millennials, and Z or Z. These are the kind. This is the kind of market that we have nowadays, and all of them are aware of this website design or or companies having a website. So if you, for example, would want something. Um, I'd like to buy a pair of shoes. You wouldn't just go to bankers or other places here in Candelaria and look for shoes. People nowadays go online. Check out what, the, what are the latest trends. What these popular people are wearing. That's the kind of thing that they want to do first before even making that purchase. Because they, they would want to know what's in the market and how much money they have that can that could get them with uh, the products that they want. Okay, so very important. This is the foundation. If you don't have a website, then you're fucked up. Okay. So what is search engine optimization, though? On my video, I said, now you have a website. Now what? Even if you have a website and people are not aware of that website being in existence. It's like driving a car, but you don't have gasoline. Okay, so basically, this is the gasoline of your website. Search engine optimization. So, what are search engines? Check. Um, organic search engine like Google. Okay, search engine like Google. What else? Um, Letter Y. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what else? Letter Y. Yahoo? Who said that? Good. Yahoo? Bing? And I think it's uh, what's for Internet Explorer? Yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah. So, ah, yeah, Bing for Internet Explorer. Okay. But we used to have AOL as well before. Alright, so search engines 
are actually the things or the tools that people use in order to find specific websites or specific information. So by uh, and like 98%, I think, are is happening within Google. Like what I said before, there are 44,000 searches every second. That's how big Google is. And with search engine optimization, it is allowing your website to be seen by these search engines. Okay? So even if you have a website, a really fancy one, with good confettis on there, but if they don't see it, no one will see it unless they have the URL of your website. That's the only time that they would see your website. If you send them um, the, the URL, but if they don't, they wouldn't find you here. So this is all about organic traffic. When you say organic traffic, you are not paying these search engines to put you on their web results or search results. That's organic traffic, you're not paying anyone. When you say paid traffic, this is where S-E-M comes in and also S-M-F. Okay, so S-E-M is search engine marketing, S-M-M is search, oh, social media marketing. So it's all about paid ads or what we call pay per click. So in a nutshell, you pay these search engines and also social media to put your brand or your website address on the search results on the specific keywords that you set using the system console or the, or the settings of the ads. So what it does is that once a person, like I said, pay per click, once a person clicks on your specific ad, then Google will be paid. Uh, Google will be paid because they actually referred you. Even if you don't have a website that is fully search engine optimized, still, they'd be able to find you because you're paying them. And typically, it costs you one dollar per click. So you see how expensive traffic is. So if your website is fully optimized, you're gonna get free one dollars every time. Okay? So that's what search engine optimization is all about. And you don't see a lot of companies and people who know about this. This is like a level 100 mode. Like if you're doing gaming, this is like level 100. If you know search engine optimization really well. And this is the actual reason why people from different places still hire me even if I'm here in the Philippines. Because they know that if I do their search engine optimization within three to six months, their website will be on top of Google search results within the first page result. Within three to six months, on specific words. It actually depends on the, the, the competition level. If it's really hard to penetrate or if it's, for example, a real estate company. We all know that real estate companies are very, very, it's a very high demand, high 
highly saturated environment. So everyone is doing it. Everyone is has the money to actually pay for that kind of thing to be done on their website. They've got the budget. Because if they sell property, they can easily um, get the budget for to, to plug into more SEO. And let me give you an example. One company that I got hired for by uh, in Dubai, uh, that company is a real estate company. Uh, they have never done search engine optimization. In the beginning, they were getting around 24 visitors per month. Just imagine that. So you have a website, you're only getting 24 website visitors per month. So you spend how much on your website? Like 10 grand on your website, 10,000 your hands. So 10,000 your hands in Philippine money is how much? So that's like 140,000 pesos on a website, it's not visible. So you're only getting 24 visitors and when I checked it, they're actually coming from social media. So they're not really coming from Google. When, I, when they hired me after working on their website for three to six months, I was able to get it to 988 visitors per month. And that's, gonna, that's only going to get better. So if you're going to compute that to, uh, to uh, uh, like uh, on a percentage uh, unit, then that's like uh, almost 400 percent growth I think if I did my math correctly okay so just imagine how that uh, and we never paid on uh, paper like on, ad, on ads so we're able to get there and that's because we know how to do proper search engine optimization we said earlier we also do uh, email marketing So email marketing is all about providing information to your audience or to your target market by use of emails. So when you send out emails to people, of course, in order for you to send out emails, you need to have a database. What's a database? A database is where you put in all the email addresses of the people. So remember I asked you to do lead generation for me? And that's exactly the reason why I did that. Because we need to be able to know or put everything in one list where we gathered all the information about the company, including email addresses. So if I want to send out emails to these people informing them of the services that we have, then of course I can do I can do that. Because I've got a database. So some companies have millions, millions of database, but they're not utilizing them properly. They sometimes send emails to them, but they don't know the proper way of email marketing. They sometimes get rejected by the servers and put them on the spam folder. And this is what happens if you let people do the job for you, but they are not really well experienced. Because they just think that if I would send an email to my database that they are all going to go through and all of them will see it. There are parameters that these email companies like Yahoo, Gmail, AOL, Live, 
an outlook, yeah, that they set in place in order for them to filter the emails that these people get. Because you don't want to be getting, you don't want to be annoyed by the number of emails that you're getting every day. Because, like, if, for example, Gmail would just allow every, every email to come into your inbox, this is how your email is going to look. Like all of them, all emails are in one place, and you have the important ones, and it's gonna it's gonna get harder for you to find them. Yeah? It's gonna get harder for you to find them. Why? Because it's combined with different emails that are not really relevant to you, and you're not uh, you did not subscribe to them. So there are a lot of ways on how you can bypass this, and only great marketers know about it. Okay? So there are ways. Subject. Let's say the subject of the email. If you put a lot of upper cases, like uh, watch out, like that, and all uppercase, it will go to spam. If you, for example, put a lot of images on the body of the email, it will go to spam. So before, we used to send people a lot of newsletters with a lot of images, videos, banners, everything on it. The trend is no longer that. Right now, pure text emails is the name of the game. Everything is like personal. Like, hi there, how are you doing? I just hope that you could check this out. And then the word check this out is on hyperlink. So if they would click it, it would go to their website, and the website will install Cookie on their browser, and then you have an ads going on Google that's showing display ads. So when you open that email and you visited this, every time you go to YouTube or any place on the internet, you would basically see the company. They will follow you everywhere. That's how it works. And not a lot of people know about that. And then, have you ever uh, encountered that? Yeah. yeah Even if you deny it, it will still. Exactly. Mm. Because no one follows it anyway. Mm. But, you know, that's why they have gone stricter. Some places on earth actually requires people to have this option to say yes or no on cookies. So you see that all the time. So do you accept cookies? People would think, What's a cookie? So I'm gonna get a cookie. <laughs> Something like that. But without them knowing, that it's all about the ads. Because when once I install cookie on your computer, imagine if I'm a big company like Google, and people are paying me to show ads. If I install cookie on their computer, and then I can show you different ads. And you know how privacy is a big thing now because even after you close down this particular website, everything that you do or search within that same browser, Google is recording it. So if you, yeah, if you watch, uh, if you, for example, search for something like flowers, for example, the ads that you will be seeing would be about flowers. He's, he's scared. Yeah, no, yeah, you have to be scared. And right now, there are a lot of conspiracies 
saying that your microphone on your devices are listening to you as well. I, I have tried it the other day. I said something related to, I think I, I, I mentioned, I specifically mentioned a brand. And all of a sudden, the, the feeds that I see on Facebook are all about that. So they're listening. And they are actually actively looking at you using your camera. So just imagine your camera being on all the time. Whatever you're doing, and you're looking at it, even worse. Yeah? And they're all being saved in the database in in somewhere. One of my uh, one of my colleagues actually deactivated his camera on his laptop because of that. And there is a video of what is his name? Um, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, where he intentionally put a tape on his camera because he knows that people are looking at him. They think you're using Facebook, Instagram, everything for free. Yeah, you're not paying anyone. So you're selling you. Uh, they're sell selling you. Basically, to whom? To advertisers. Mm -hmm. If you watch a lot of uh, dirty sites, <laughs> and oh, that's why you know. Ah, that's a good thing to get. That's a good thing to on the number of things that I can collect from people. And I know that from the technical perspective. I, I can record you without you knowing if I want to. Okay? So, and that is why Android and Apple are more um, strict now when it comes to, to allowing apps to, to yeah. be uploaded on their system because they have to scrutinize it and know that there is no string of of coding that tells the device to to open the video for some reason or something okay so another topic that we could discuss is sms marketing you've been seeing this a lot if you own a phone and you get a lot of of uh, advertisements from different companies and this is one way for these uh, uh, big players like Globe, uh, Sun, Smart to actually monetize. These people or these companies know about you. At least some information like uh, when you registered something do you realize when you sign up for a promotion wherein there are terms and conditions, stuff like that? People don't read terms and conditions anyway and privacy policies. So sometimes in fine print, when you say fine print, those are the small texts that you'd see within the uh, stipulations on the terms and conditions, stuff like that, that you are basically allowing them to submit your information and be used 
by third party vendors, party uh, partners, things like that. So basically, you're essentially selling your information to them in order for them to sell elsewhere. And this information, sometimes you get information from from people uh, advertising about uh, credit card, things like that. Uh, credit card, uh, promotions from Resource World Manila, from things, from companies like that. Because, because once you register, you're basically giving them the authority to do that for you. And then, since you are a little overwhelmed by the number of ads that you get, you just change your number anyway. Because here, it's easier to actually get another SIM card, right? But in other places, like in Dubai or in Australia, you have to register yourself first. And that's basically linked up to your government information, your government ID and stuff like that. So SMS marketing is a very useful uh, channel for marketing, for digital marketing, because basically it allows you to communicate to a number of people. Let's say you buy a database from Globe, and you're saying, uh, or maybe from a third-party vendor, there's a black market. Uh, so basically, these players would sell this in the black market, and this third party would say, okay, I've got a database that we can do SMS marketing towards uh, that has like 50,000 people in Kazan uh, province. They can do that. I can buy this database right now if I want to. And then... Uh, there is a company that will do the SMS marketing for you. Uh, well, basically, it's a plug-and-play thing. You just sign up, you upload your database, and then voila, you can send out messages if you have the money. One of them is SMS Global. Okay, this is what I use all the time. And in certain places like Dubai, they're kind of strict. But in the Philippines, whoa, you can go all in. <laughs> Send them a lot in a day, it doesn't matter. They'll not be penalized. Okay? But in certain places, you have to uh, upload your business permit, things like that, in order for it to work. Okay? So, what else? Just imagine if you are an SMS company, vendor, imagine the number of people uploading their database to you. So you're growing your own database to it. Some database have names. And these databases can be sold elsewhere. Because in their terms and condition, they also have it listed. <laughs> that you are allowing them to market to these people. And it becomes a common contact. So just imagine the number of information that are being sold for and being uh, distributed to different people and companies everywhere. And people like us are unaware. We don't know about it. We are the commodities. We thought that we are the customers, but no. In reality, we are the commodities. We are the being, uh, we're, we're, our information are being sold for. So, what else do we have here? SMS marketing. So how do you do your SMS marketing? How to be how to become an effective SMS marketer? Of course, you have to introduce yourself. What's kind of tricky about SMS is that you're gonna spend more if it's too long. <laughs> but if it's short, 
there's a number of characters. Remember Nokia back in the days? If you send a one message, you have 149 characters, I think, or something. And then, so that's the kind of allowance that you get. So you have to just imagine the number of information that you would like to give to them. You cannot fit it in a, in a very short message, but you will have to double the, the spending if you want to have a longer text. So companies, what we do is we make it very short, concise, and what we do is just we link it up with a URL. And then the URL will have the landing page. Same goes with the email, you have the landing page. And remember the pixel? <laughs> and remember the ads? <laughs> everything follows. So everything is well organized. That's what I call a mastermind. So if you can see every channel, like the connection between all of them, how they're going to be useful to the company, people get amazed or companies get amazed whenever I explain this, how th these things are all connected to each other. And sometimes what they do is just SMS, uh, email only, social media only, or ads only, or SEO only. No, it has to work together. And who are the companies who are able to penetrate the market really well? Well, of course, the people with the money. The bigger corporations, they've got, um, just imagine, you're competing. You've got a one-man oh, one team headed by you, <laughs> one-man team, and you're competing against a giant. Like, if you are a service provider of, say, um, you, you make your own laundry detergent, and you're competing against... Tide or uh, Downey, those are the big companies. So just imagine you doing your own marketing or you hired one person to do your marketing and this company has got like 40 people in one department doing their digital marketing alone. We're not even including the, the print ads, the mainstream media, the commercials, etc. This is just digital marketing, 40 people. So what I would always recommend to companies like this, who, who doesn't have the money to spend on hiring more people, is that hire an agency instead. Just imagine, how much would it cost you to hire someone in the Philippines to do digital marketing as a whole? Probably if you're hiring an expert, you're gonna be paying around 80,000 pesos salary. And if you hire a company, and that's just one person, what this entails is that you only have eight hours because you only have one person working. But if you hire an agency, you probably spend the same amount of money, let's say, for the basic services of marketing and the marketing services, which is a 100K. What you're going to have would be seven people working hand in hand for you eight hours a day doing your marketing. So you have a better chance of competing against these giants because you've got seven people without spending seven times of this. So that is what regular marketing and consulting services is all about. We're making it easier for small players in the industry to actually compete against the giants because we know how it works. We used to be part of this um, digital marketing companies so we are experienced and as experienced as these people and what is even better 
is that we are available to discuss things even more than eight hours. Because when you hire this person, he's only limited to eight hour work and output. But us, seven times eight is 56. Okay, so we have 56 hours for the same price. Okay? So that's just that's just marketing. 3,000 dirhams on ads alone per day. That is how much? Around 50,000 pesos per day. Day. That's for ads. So he's willing to pay me 100k pesos so that I could use this budget wisely. Because if, if he allows his people to use this kind of money for ads, he's putting his money to drain. Okay? So he's just gonna waste his money. So that's paid ads. That's for another topic. The last one that I'd like to discuss would be content marketing. Content marketing is all about putting content out on, on to the internet. So basically you're uploading products and uh, you're uploading products and services on your website and we know that, but are you providing more value? So what is more value with, when it comes to products and services? One example is Education. So basically education is the process by which you educate people on things. So content marketing is all about putting more value by educating people. So for example, Del Monte. Del Monte Kitchenomics. Do you remember that? Del Monte Kitchenomics. They are teaching people how to cook using pineapple products, things like that. So this is content marketing. You're providing good information to people so that they would be interested and in return they would buy products. Brand awareness. Because of that, you kind of feel like whenever you want something done with pineapple, you're going to buy them one day. Even if it's a so if you look at the product, oh, it's not good. It's not compatible with this kind of food. Because I watch from the, the Monte Kitchenomics that I only use the Monte. <laughs> but essentially it's the same, okay? So that's content marketing. So how do we use it in our own product? Seller.ph is our product. Okay, so how do we use more value in education for seller.bh. That's actually about the product itself. But content marketing is about adding value. What's the value of seller.bh? How to how to start your own online palenque using seller.bh? How do you uh, sell shoes using seller.ph? How to start e-commerce by seller.ph? That's educating people how to um, to, to, to make use of something, your product, for their benefit, okay? So that's the kind of videos that we want to make for, for people. So, for example, we are hired by one company to do content marketing for them. 
Let's say the company is Peter Paul. Let's say we built a website for them and then uh, we're doing the SEO for them. How do we do content marketing for Peter Paul Corporation? What are the products of Peter Paul? Oil. Virgin Coconut Oil. Virgin Coconut Oil. Okay, Virgin Coconut Oil. They've got that, yeah? So what are the content that can be useful for the company and for the people? Like how you can use VCO. <laughs> Sorry about that. I'm bad with acronyms. Also, how do you use VCO on your skin? How to make, how to do your own hot oil using virgin coconut oil? That would be useful. So if people think, ah, I, can, I should only use Peter Paul's at all because that's what the video says. <laughs> because that's the kind of benefit that they could get out of it. That's content marketing. And how do you produce content? There are different ways in how you can do that. I explained it before, we have video content. We have web, uh, we have podcast. Uh, we have, this is for audio, and then we have blog. Okay, so video content, YouTube, TikTok. Uh, podcast, we have podcast podcast players, people uh, talking things, uh, uh, talking about things on certain topics, and blog, you write them. So, I have taught them something before. I taught them something about a terminology that we use in marketing a lot. The, the term is repurposing. Repurposing. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> Kidding. So, repurposing. So, basically, from the word itself, purpose. Your video has one purpose for video content. But you can repurpose it because you can extract the audio and then upload it as an audio file. And then you can uh, transcribe the text so that you can use it as a blog. So, basically, you're using it on three channels without you realizing that you just exerted one effort. You've got a video. So if you, for example, have repurposing as an idea, this video content that I'm making right now, you can use it as a blog content. Because I have already spoken a lot about it. So there are different channels. I'm not gonna do mainstream media like radio, television, and whatnot, magazines and all that, but, but we're, we're kind of shifting to that as well in the coming months. We're not really shifting, but adding those things in our services very soon with our soon-to-be new department. Okay, so this is your Digital Marketing 101. So if this is something that can be that will be taught in school, probably to take a course, a full, uh, let's say three months for you to learn this. But I gave you the shortcuts, okay? I did not dig deeper into it because uh, right now, this is just an overview, a big overview of what digital marketing is all about and what our purpose in life is. Like what I posted on social media the other day, if you have a dream, it, it doesn't take it doesn't take just a vision. You have, a, you have to treat your dream as if it's the only reason for your existence. That you have to breathe it. And uh, I... I am very confident to say that I breathe digital marketing. 
whenever I talk points, like, I always say, marketing is my game. Like, I really fancy it. I really love the fact that you can do a lot of things with digital marketing. But I live in the days or in this point in time where a small player can be a big player instantly because of digital marketing. You can be famous in just two days. You see the trends, like um, the trending topics, the trending videos, and all that. Uh, like, who's the famous people who became very famous because of that? Mimi, you. She just uploaded something that got viral. And then he's now famous. He's not famous. Now, how much is he getting paid just to do advertisement, uh, advertisement with Lazada and companies like that? Every interview, every everything. And uh, the guy who passed on, what's his name? Lloyd. Lloyd. He is a good representation of what uh, content marketing is all about. Because he does a lot of content marketing in terms of videos. And he became famous because of doing that. So whatever we do, if we remain consistent on what we do, if you upload three videos a day, you're an instant YouTuber. You're going to be that person in a year. Because you're going to have 900 videos, or 1,000, almost 1,000 videos, or more than 1,000 videos in a year. Just imagine that. So how many views will that be? But you have to be dedicated, and you have to do it with your heart in it. That's the only way to do it. There's nothing else.